Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. And he's screaming at me. I'm like, get in the car, get in the car. And he's, I didn't know what he was saying because I had all the windows up. And then um, I am like, got out of the car and then my tyre had been on his actual leg and he couldn't oh. move. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, very soon, Guy Montgomery, huge New Zealand comedian, very funny guy. He's coming in in half an hour's time. Looking forward to that. Live yeah. in here. It's going to be awesome. And, and also, Tom, on a Monday, uh, Ollie's Crazy Carefully Worded Cryptic Music Challenge. It's your chance to um, to guess away at a cryptic clue, Tom. Um, so it's a Monday favourite. But, Ollie, big news for this show. Uh, some massive news to start the show. Yes, usually right. in radio, you'd build it up, wouldn't you? Like yeah. big news? Yeah, you'd big usually news. build it up? You'd say, you'd say, hang around, because in an hour's time, but you yeah. do it an hour and a half. Yes. <laughs> so what we're going to do here is stick around, because in 10 seconds' time, there's some massive news about the Tell your friends to listen in yep. in about seven seconds. Are you yep. going to say it? I can say it if you want. You've got a, a deeper voice. Okay, cool. I'll okay. lead you in. Three. Okay. Two. One. This is our last week on Triple M. Woo! No, don't play that. That's what? self-indulgent. Oh. Play some celebration music. People, uh, are, people are pumped, mate. Uh, Rumours are, just before we, we move off, I think that's... That's fitting. I mean, we're sad. We're sad. We are sad. But I can say for sure that Jason Varley... Oh, the show flog. No, the show pest. He calls you a flog. He's happy that we're going. Rumours are, Tom, two alpacas replacing us on the show. Two alpacas. Don't require as much uh, pay. Just a bit of grass. Hey, if you do like the show and you do want to continue listening to us, we will still be on your radio. If you want to know where, head over to our Facebook page, at Tom and Ollie. But let's get on with the show, Ollie. Up next, I received an email that... Is changing my past, present, and my future. And no, it's not about not having this job anymore. <laughs> it does sound like it's that. It's something else. Right. You'll have some fun with it. You'll have some fun with this one up next. <laughs> with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Copperhead Road, Steve Earl, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Big announcement that we just uh, let everyone know. It's our final week on air. Last, uh, last show is on Wednesday. And thank you for all the kind words coming in on the phones as well. Very nice. Very nice. So many. <laughs> Two people. <laughs> All right. So here's Ollie. I've received an email in my inbox. It's uh, changing my life, to be honest, to receive this email. It's changed my past, my present, and my future. Okay. The email I received <clears throat> was from a, la- a lady called Georgia Murphy. All right. Georgia Murphy. I've never heard of her before, so I don't know why she's emailing me. I don't know how she got my email. It's better not be some <clears throat> kind of Nigerian money scandal no. thing where you're going, oh, I've changed my life. I'm no, getting heaps of money. This is real. Um, by the way, I'm looking a bit scruffy at the moment, aren't I? You are. I commented when you arrived. You've yeah. got a mustache normally, but you normally go clean shaven around the mo. But yeah. you've got stubble and a mo. Strange combo. I also had pizza after the last two nights um, after having beers. So I, I think I'm letting myself go, and I think this email well, kind of backs to, it up. You came to work hungover. How, so how does the email link into your life falling apart? Here's the email. Hi, Thomas. We've been wondering where you are. It's been a while since we last saw you at the gym. Oh, no. <laughs> How about bringing a friend to work out with you? If you recommend two, you get a free month. You could be busy at work with study or family commitments, or perhaps you've just lost focus. Well, it's time to get back into it, and oh, we're here to help you. Thank God for Georgia. She has oh. hit the nail on the head. I didn't want to say it, but 
I mean, you, why, you haven't been gymming. No, this what? is weird. It's weird because I feel like I have been. <laughs> like, I feel like I've been to the gym. So I don't know what... I think there's an error that's, in the system or something. That's an extraordinary step to get to an email. That must be like you, uh, a it's, month or so you haven't been. It's also... Um, it's also a pool, so it means I haven't been to the gym or the pool. Yeah. I haven't used either of the facilities. Surely you've sat or in the class. Have you sat in the spa? I mean, at the very least. I haven't even sat in the spa. Oh, wow. It seems I haven't tagged tagged on with my little key code. You used to love the, the pool and the sauna and the spa, even just for yeah. um for gazing, for looking upon other other individuals. Don't, don't bring up the cruising, mate. <laughs> but Am I losing it? Like, what's going on here? Oh, okay. Now you're putting in me. You're putting. <laughs> you're putting me in a very awkward position here yeah, because yeah, I have yeah. to do a show with you yeah. for three hours. Yes. And your emotions run high at the best well, of times. Well, then, how would you like to play this? Am <laughs> I losing it? Am I? Am I losing well, all faith in myself? How? How do you see this situation? <laughs> Knowing so full well that it. You, you mean your your rig specifically? Are you asking me how no. you look? I did, was not bringing up my looks. What are you talking about? Well, okay. What's well, about my looks? It depends how much you value honesty in lifetime, but you know what I'm going to say to you? I, va- I've, I value honesty as the utmost thing. Okay. Well, y- you know, in, in terms of having a good night tonight, mm-hmm. I think you're looking excellent. Brilliant. Healthy. Very healthy. The, the, <laughs> You've been in a good paddock. Okay. Right. Been out to right. my, out in the That's enough from you. Here's what I want, Ollie. I'm one triple three five three. People have gym memberships that go unused quite a bit. This is a thing. It is right. Isn't it? Yeah. I want to find the person who has the longest <laughs> unused gym membership. Have you been paying for a gym membership for a while? Yeah. I want to know how long you've been paying for that thing. And here's the thing: for the person who has unused the gym membership the longest, right. who's been paying for it, Good words, I'm yeah. going to give them a copy of Tom Clancy's The Division 2 on Xbox One or PS4, oh. depending on which console you got. Because I'm guessing you're going to yeah. be needing to sit on your ass a There's little a good Venn diagram there of gamers and people not going <laughs> to the gym. So that checks out. One triple three five three. Who has the longest unused gym membership? A copy of Tom Clancy's The Division 2 on Xbox One or PS4, which is out now, by the way, yeah. for those who have had the, un- the unused gym membership the longest. At least Shave, mate. No, you were Triple M. Tom and Ollie. Panic at the Disco. High hopes on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Guy Montgomery might be in in half an hour's time. He has just messages on Instagram going, boys. What? I, I, he's, a, he's a New Zealand comedian. I had a feeling. So I said, hey, guy, just checking in 7.30. Good to go. He's like, what? what? I don't know oh, what you're no. talking about. Anyway, so who knows what's coming up in half an hour's time. It'll be worth sticking around for, <laughs> the though. The wheels are falling off the show. Oh, they certainly are. Um <laughs> One triple three five three. I want to know who has the longest unused gym membership. I received an email from my gym saying, "Hey, we've missed you at the gym. Where have you been?" I mustn't have gone for a couple of months, and that's why they were emailing me. I didn't want to say Which anything. Which is Tom. weird because I feel like I've been. Why do you feel like you've been? I mean, oh, you haven't been going, have I you? I feel like I must have visited the pool the, or the, the sauna at one stage. You've replaced gymming with running, mm. seemingly, and that's what I've been catching up on your watch. Your watch yep, tells me yep. what you know on my watch. But I don't know if that's translated to, you know, what? the same kind of gains. What are, you ta- what are you talking about? Let's not go there. Let's just move on. You've asked Tom on 13353 who's got the most unused gym membership. Craig, you're up there, mate. How long have you not used the gym? Well, guys, I'm actually a member of two gyms. Uh, one's anytime, <laughs> what it is, one's anytime fitness and another one's called Revolutions, um, yep. Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, um, yeah why two, though? Uh, well, I joined the Anytime Fitness um, in case I go away or, you know, just give it a change every now and then. You're pretty serious about you know, doing, well, aren't you? Uh, yeah, um, I joined the Anytime Fitness eight months ago, and the last time I was in there was when I signed up. <laughs> oh, my God. Craig, have you thought about cancelling it? 
or have. Yep. Keep thinking about it, mate. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Oh, well done, Craig. Bill on one triple three five three. Your wife hasn't uh, used her membership for a while. No, nah, she's had a membership for about four years. <gasps> um, I think she's been to the swimming pool. Careful, Bill. <laughs> careful here. You mean yeah. it is your wife, isn't it? So you've got to tread carefully here. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> mate, I was driving home. I was driving home, and I thought, oh, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, Robert on 133353. Mate, how long have you not used your gym membership for? Believe it or not, boys, it was six years. Oh, God. Oh. From the time that I walked onto the Gold Coast <laughs> to the time that I left, I got a gym membership. Yeah. Swore to myself that once I quit smoking, I'd start using it. Well, <laughs> I'm still smoking to this day. That's insane. Right, uh, how so much Rob, money? Six, is... six years, and you, you've spent a lot of money probably. How much do you think? Oh, my, this was this was going back 10, 12 years ago. I reckon I probably would have spent, I don't know, close to two and a half to three thousand dollars. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. Well, Tom, what does Robert get for being the laziest and <laughs> Robert, uh, fiscally stupid man? For being the laziest, mate, you get a copy of Tom Clancy's The Division Two on Xbox One or PS4, mate. Well done. Oh, you can use you, you can use that. It's a great game. It's really fun. So you'll have a good a good time. And it's with very that. inactive. It's very what? Inactive. No, no, you do a lot of running in the game. Oh, do you? Yeah. Is You're that, running around the city and stuff. Is that stuff. how you stay fit? <laughs> you mate. stay fit with you through an avatar, Tom. <laughs> okay. Up next, uh, Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Get your thinking caps on and I'll find a clue for you. Your chance to win a couple of movie tickets as well with this one. Oh, wow. With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Akadaka TNT on Triple M with Tom and Ollie playing Rock's Greatest Hits. Tom, on a Monday, we always play this game. Uh, it's one of my favourites and uh, it should be yours too. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded, cryptic music challenge. That's right. Uh, what I do is I, I cryptify bands that we play on this on this station, on Triple M, Tom. Rock's greatest hits, you know, all the yeah. amazing bands that we do play. I hide them in a clue, usually yeah. two, two bands, and I see if uh, if anyone can untangle or decode, if And you I will. refuse to get involved. It's almost like a World War II sort of, um, you know, no, what? Alan Turing and the... Um, Oh, that yeah, machine, the, the, the decoding. Yep. You, we're decoding here. Okay, yep. so here's my clue. What are the two bands hidden away here? Okay. A ragtag bunch of folks will make you all better. Bit of a cute little cute clue. Yeah, I like that. A, a ragtag bunch of folks will make you all better. Cut the clue in half. What are the two bands I'm referring to, Tom? Are they Triple M bands? They are. <laughs> absolutely cover that off. But yes, yeah, yeah. they are Triple M bands. Yeah. They're both older bands. I would say oh. 80s. 80s to early One 90s. One of them's got a new song out. That's true. Mm. Bit of a comeback. How do you get involved with this? Song? Get involved on one triple three five three. Normally, I would say go to Facebook, but no. You know what? We're going live tonight uh, on the phones. One triple three five three. If you know the two bands, um, then give us a buzz. Hey, here's what's exciting as well. Uh, yeah, we'll give you a, a double in season to go see Fighting with My Family. The new movie. That sounds awkward. It's a documentary about your family. No, it's a new movie. It's uh, it's in cinemas this Thursday. Cool new movie. I wish the music was still going because this is really well, just... Well, you're the panelist. So anyway, no, give what? us a buzz. One, triple, three, five, three. <laughs> what are the two bands I've hidden away? <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, you won't find two closer mates on your radio. I mean, I like you. You're one of my favourite colleagues here. We're friends for 10 years. Triple M. Tom, on a Monday, we play this cryptic game right here. Oh, oh, come, come on, on mate. mate. For, this is why we're getting fired. No, we're not getting... Well... Ollie's crazy, carefully worded, cryptic music challenge. Thought you should have. Right. Now, uh, Tom, uh, I give a clue, a cryptic clue uh, on a Monday, and uh, you try and guess what two bands I've hidden in that clue. Mm. Again, it's cryptic, so it's, it's challenging, it's strange words. Here is the clue again. Yeah. What are the two bands? 
ragtag bunch of folks will make you all better. Mm. Now, uh, two older bands there. I would say it's a bit of a hard one. Um, let's uh, hear from Michael. Normally a key ring is on the, on the line, Tom. But yeah, but tonight uh, there's a double pass to go see Fighting With My Family. Get ready to meet the family who fights a little differently in Cinemas Thursday. Michael, got a good feeling here for you, mate. What are the two bands that I've cryptically hidden away? Um, just having a guess, but I think the Goo Goo Dolls oh, yeah. for the first one right. and maybe the Models for the second. Okay, the models will make you all better. Well, they, that fits, Ollie. The clues fit well, for those bands. Well, no, it doesn't, Tom. Why not? Why, why does Goo Goo Dolls equal ragtag bunch of folks? Because they're, goo, because they're like, ooh, It's goo a good try, dolls. Michael, but they're both wrong. I'm sorry. <gasps> oh, I love it with this. You just get to choose willy-nilly I, who's right and wrong. No, cryptic, the, the best answer will rise to the top, and I'm guessing that Mark will help us out. Mark, okay. what are the two bands? The first half of the clue uh, is what? The first half is Motley Crue. Motley Crue, that's right. See, Tom, with cryptics, the best clue. The okay, best answer just is Just right. get on with it, mate. Second half of the clue, uh, Mark, will make you all better. What would that be? Oh, that would be the cure. Yes, my friend. Friday, on your mark. Well done. I have a book of thought, Can't hear a thing, mate. Uh, we'll give you a key <laughs> ring as well as a double pass to go see Fighting With My Family. He's uh, pumped for the well film. Done. And everyone's pumped for that segment. Ollie, up next, uh, we had a comedian booked in to come in. His name was Guy Montgomery. He's from New Zealand. He's very whimsical, very uh, unplanned. He's a funny man. Will he be in on the show next? Or will he be on the phone? We'll find out. Or will he be not on the show at all? Uh, Yeah. Who knows what's going on? Possibly. Guy Montgomery, funny comedian. Up next on Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Never tear us apart. In excess. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Uh, And look... It's annoying when you plan to have someone <laughs> in the studio live with you. and yeah. There's something really beautiful uh, and yep. intimate about connecting with someone in a room, yep. uh, in person. Yep. Um, it just allows <clears> for a greater depth of connection. But when you haven't yep. got that, Tom, no. uh, and you have the phone, mm. you, you use it and you make do. And that's the case with our next guest, Guy Montgomery, famed New Zealand comedian and um, all-time uh, yep. unplanned guy. Isn't that right, Guy? Yeah, that's right. Uh, while I agree, Tom and Ollie, that it is a joy to talk to someone in the same room, yeah. I think truly nothing really beats talking to someone from the corner of Smith and Gertrude Street <laughs> in the suburb of Collingwood, Melbourne. Oh, wow. That's always been the place to have the real <laughs> conversation. Actually, so you're actually, why are you outside? Why don't you go inside? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's so humiliating for my abilities as a planner. Yes. But, uh, the reason I can't go inside where I was yes. is that would be a restaurant at which the general hubbub <laughs> would uh, would rise above the conversation okay. that I know we're going to have. So you have just palmed us off completely. To you, have dinner. To All have right. dinner. Yeah, yeah. So, well, here's what happened. Yep. Is in my diary, I looked at it this, this afternoon, and yep. it said, uh, Triple M with Tom and Ollie, yep. 7.30pm, and I said, do you know who I actually really can't stand? Yep. It's Tom, and also actually Ollie. They're on <laughs> equal footing in yep. terms of people right. I don't like to be in a room well, with. Well, your okay. first error was to check your diary uh, in the afternoon. Normally, it's a morning thing. <laughs> Because uh, that's oh, how, that's how the day works, guy. Different people, different schedules. I've been on, I've been on my diary all morning. <laughs> all right, guy. Hit all day. Well, we can chat all day about you know the nature of the conversation. But it's but, quite it's quite a fitting that your comedy show is called "I Was Part of the Problem Before We Were Talking About It." Guy yeah. Montgomery. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, 
I actually haven't uh, folded in administrative mistakes uh, into the content of the show yet. Yeah. However, okay. no. on the back end of the ribbing I'm receiving from you, uh, you know, very funny boys, yeah. I, I, I may well have to. Well, it's lighthearted ribbing, Guy, because we're a big fan of you. We met you last year and you, you did a very funny show. This one, as Tom just called it there, I was part of the problem before we were talking about it. Uh, accompanied by a photo of you naked uh, by the pool, what you could only describe as doing a Mr. Bean flex forward mm. uh, and your genitals are covered uh, is the show somewhat related to your uh, overt nudity uh, well not not directly the, the sort of the, the actual content of the show is uh, it's a slight departure from the silly stand-up shows I've done previously which oh. I actually oh. uh, address my own uh, upbringing okay. and the, the parts of it which sort of uh, blocked my ability to develop the appropriate amount of empathy for everyone in the world <laughs> uh, just sort of growing up in a, in a cloistered sort of monoculture mm. uh, and so deep deprogramming that stuff. The reason I've chosen the the nude photo of me urinating into a swimming pool in an Airbnb in upstate New York <laughs> is because I thought that undercut the rather serious sentiment of the show or yeah. at least blurb quite nicely. So it sounds like the show could be called Guy Montgomery, an intimate conversation. Yeah, I mean, it could also be called I was on Twitter too much last year. Um, <laughs> it could also be called I'm really sorry... Uh, Andrea for pissing in your pool. I mean, <laughs> choosing a show title is one of the hardest parts of doing comedy, but I'm pretty happy with where I landed. Yeah. Now, uh, you've been busy as well. You do a lot of other stuff. You do podcasts and the like. What have you been doing in, outside of your stand-up routine? Uh, so I have been spending the previous year of my life in New York City uh, pursuing my dream of being destitute in the greatest city on earth. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you, fellas, it's going gangbusters so far. Brilliant. Yeah, um, hey, yeah. 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 You'll okay. be pleased to hear. Can I ask you about the podcast that you did, uh, which was called uh, The Worst Idea of All Time? Is that right? Yeah, you no, can, let, you let's can talk, ask me about that. Let's talk about that next, Elite. Let's uh, talk about that next. Oh, Tom, I wanna, sorry, Tom's bored. Sorry. I, yeah, I'm bored, and I want to get to some music, and I want Guy Montgomery to have to sit through two songs on hold. <laughs> <laughs> so your meal gets cold, Guy? Yeah, yeah, I am still eating. <laughs> well, you can put that on hold for the next it's a, few minutes. a bitter and acrimonious <laughs> chat we're having. Interview with Guy Montgomery, New Zealand comedian. If you do want to grab tickets, uh, I don't even know where to go on the website or anything. It's not not planned. It, yeah, so we'll, we'll find out where to get tickets next. It's Motley Crue, The Dirt, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Guy Montgomery hanging out with us on the phone. Die straight, Sultans of Swing, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. Big news after 8 o'clock. We want to reveal to you, but right now we've—he's uh, been waiting around for two songs' time on hold on the phone. His name's Guy Montgomery. He's a New Zealand comedian. You can get tickets to his show, which is I was part of the problem before we were talking about it at his Instagram or Twitter pages at Guy underscore Mont. Thank you for sticking around, Guy. Uh, the joke's on you, boys, because I actually love Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing. One of my top five desert island discs. Well, well, is it really? Well, um, that's a podcast, and good mention of a podcast there. I want to ask you about your podcast in a second. But, Guy, it'd be remiss of us to not ask you, as a, a, a Christchurch local, a New Zealander, um, obviously uh, very sad times uh, over there. And, and here in Australia, with uh, the terrorist attack that went on, um, two mosques, uh, of course, were attacked. What is the, the feeling in, uh, in New Zealand, uh, and is it unlike anything you've experienced uh, you know, before? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Um it's really taken taken everyone aback, and uh, it's it's quite an odd sort of disassociating feeling. Because I was in Brisbane last week for the festival yeah, up right. there, and so just to see uh, to see it unravel in real time, and like just for you know seventy two hours afterwards, all I could do was glued to my computer, yeah, uh, seeing it all unfold. And you know, you talk to your family and friends, and uh, it's um, obviously just it's there's no words. It's just so heartbreaking. 
But you know, from from tragedy, as Christchurch is known, a different version of it. Though you know, brings hope. From what I understand, like the you know, the warmth and positivity that everyone has shown towards each other, and the the, the Muslim community are, are so they're so strong and tram, yeah, perfectly timed tram. <laughs> perfectly timed um, tram, as you are in Melbourne, yeah, hanging out. Yeah. I, from what I, from, from what I understand, because I'm obviously still talking to everyone back home, uh, you know, there, there's a real strong sense of community, probably stronger than what there was before this happened. And you know, all you can hope is that everyone rallies together. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's still. To me, it's so impossible to be articulated about it. I mean, it's just well, so... your Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's been praised as as uh, responding in a really um, compassionate way. Have you sort of felt? Yeah, that? I mean, it's, I, I, I've never been prouder of a, of a national leader than you know the way she's handled herself in such a, a devastating time. You know, like it's um, it's really it, it has been really inspiring. And like you know, the I don't know, it's. Which is doing the, a better job than some of our politicians. Let, let it, let's just well, say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah. that's the thing, though, is that in, in these things, you know, I think what, what gets lost is, like, before that, everyone in the country here in Australia was celebrating, you know, all these young, incredible young people who are at, you know, protesting climate change and yeah. uh, really making a lot of noise about this. You know, I, I, hope does spring from that because hmm. these, these are the next generation and they seem to be much more keyed in and switched on than anyone before them. And then, you know, you trace it all the way back to, to the, the current national champion of Australia, um, Senior Egg Boy. Who <laughs> yes. Has, well, I mean, we, we're going to discuss Egg Boy after 8 o'clock, actually. But let's go on to your podcast, because you've had a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time, where you watch the same movie every week for a year. <laughs> now, I've got the list of movies here. Grown Ups 2, Sex in the City 2, We Are Your Friends, and Sex in the City. Which one was the worst to watch every week for a year? It's really difficult to answer as yeah. I'm currently in the throes of the Sex in the City season. <laughs> and so, obviously, okay. recency bias means that it doesn't get much worse than Sex in the City, the original. Yeah. But oh, I think if I took a wider view and look back on you know my career as a, um, an idiot... Uh, yeah. I, w- I would lay the blame squarely at the feet of Sex in the City too. I, myself and my co-host Tim Bat really put ourselves through the emotional ringer um, in a way that, I mean, I can't describe it, has been captured in the podcast. That, what, what? that movie took something from me that I have not yet got back. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, what do you learn from watching a movie every week for a year? You know, the main thing you learn is you just take away just the, the scale and size that goes into a movie. You know, like you think about it, so you to watch a bad movie and go, Jesus, that movie. I tell you what, these trams run like clockwork. <laughs> Shout out to Melbourne Public Transit. Um, but like the thing you take, just no one sits out when they're making a movie to make us think it. You know, <laughs> first day on set, everyone's not going to be like, yeah, this thing's going to tank. Everyone thinks we're yeah. going to make something brilliant. Yeah. And you watch them over and over again, and you just get to see the myriad ways in which things can go wrong. And like, <laughs> what winds up happening? You take a much wider view than what's on focus on, on on camera. Like you stop looking at what is meant to be paid attention to, and you start concentrating your energy on the extras. You know, on the set decoration, yeah. art department, props. 
you pretty much build an entire secondary universe for yourself in the surrounding materials of the actual movie. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Well, Guy Montgomery, you can check out his podcast, oh. The Worst Idea of All Time, or check him out live at Guy underscore Mont on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to get tickets, there's a link there. Hey, Guy, we'll uh, see you in the studio next time, yeah? <laughs> I would. I, you know what I'm going to do to make this up to you, fellas? Yeah. I'm just going to show up unannounced. Every of nothing, you know, at a time of my choosing and really yep. force myself upon you in the studio. Brilliant. Right, well, well, our last show's on Wednesday, so we'll see you soon. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we'll see Thanks, you this guys. week. Thanks, mate. Tom Bye-bye. and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four... It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, huge thanks to Guy Montgomery for being on the phone for that interview. Uh, but Ollie, we uh, had some massive news at the start of the show tonight. We did, Tom. Uh, uh, this Wednesday is our is our last show on Triple M. Yes. Very sad, Tom. Uh, don't play this. <laughs> but you're playing it, so... I am playing it. No, it's very sad, Tom. So, uh, yeah, last show Wednesday. Uh, Hello, and, darkness, uh, my old friend. You know, like the Oscars, there'll be a long thank you list that um, has to be gone through, nah, which probably... we'll do off air. <laughs> um, so you won't hear any of it. But, hey, um, it's not our, uh, we won't be off your airwaves, though, if you do want to find out. If you do want to follow the show, you're a big fan or whatever, any of that, uh, head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages, at Tom and Ollie, to find out how to keep listening if you like it. If folks... you don't, hey... It's been fun. A lot of folks have been asking on the on Facebook, Tom, do you guys podcast or will you podcast your show? Yeah. The answer is yes, we will. And yeah, we, we currently will. do as well. So <laughs> if that's news to you, there is a podcast. But yeah. Tom, uh, moving on, uh, who would have thought that one egg could cause so many Oof. ripples in a pool, Tom? Mm. Uh, we could be seeing the, uh, the loss of a career of a parliamentarian and also a new Australian hero. Much mm. to discuss and to reveal to you about what the nation's calling Egg Boy. Up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Fleetwood Mac on Triple M with Tom and Ollie, we have questions. In half an hour's time, uh, TV Tommy returns with how the nation is faring on applying for the next season of Married at First Sight. Tom, one of the biggest stories going around right now is Egg Boy. Uh, and mm. if you're not across Egg Boy, it's, it's a testament to the power of the internet, I think, these days. Yeah, but it's let an me, interesting story. Let me catch you up on, on what happened. So, obviously, uh, we know of the terrorist attacks that occurred in Christchurch, New Zealand. Uh, at the two mosques, right? Uh, Fraser Anning was a parliamentarian uh, from Queensland who made a speech that was fairly inflammatory, basically blaming... Um, victim blaming. Victim blaming, blaming Muslim immigration, particularly a fairly offensive speech, but particularly uh, the insensitive timing of it, you know, mm. immediately to be going and blaming, as you say, Tom, the victims. So uh, Fraser Anning then, after getting everyone riled up, held a press conference in Melbourne and this is where the birth of Egg Boy happened. Uh, a guy called Will Connolly, 17-year-old um, student, you would assume, um, basically filmed himself cracking an egg, breaking an egg mm. on the head of Fraser Anning as he spoke on camera at a press conference. Um, now, he got tackled to the ground by Fraser's uh, supporters, uh, one of whom apparently was a convicted criminal. He slapped him twice. So this is Fraser running slapped him twice. <laughs> this is where it gets this is incredible. <laughs> now I want to say from the outset, uh, I've got Tim on the phone. By the way, I'm on triple three five three to join the conversation. A bit of a roundtable chat. Good evening, Tim. How you going, guys? Good, mate. Uh, I want to say this up front, and I'm wondering if you agree. Uh, I understand that you know, as funny as Egg Boy is, that it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't really help us. No. But it is kind of funny. Are you on the same page, Tim? Uh, not really. I um, I, I sort of look at it in the, as from the point of view that. Over in New Zealand, we've got somebody who's disagreed with um, somebody's point of view, their religion, whatever it is, mm. and he's gone and carried out an act of violence against that. Admittedly, a tragic loss of life, 
mm. um, and just obviously not the way to carry out a, a disagreement. Mm. Yet over in, over here, we've got someone with a different point of view who, yes, while he went and said what he said and it was terrible timing, it's his opinion and that's what he believes. Yeah, so you're and saying egging got, someone is not on, is that what you're saying? Well, we've got a young guy going in carrying out an act of violence against somebody that he doesn't agree with their opinion. Admittedly, it's a very, very minor act of violence. But yes. nonetheless, our law states it's an act of violence. It's an assault. It, it is conflicting, Tim, and I, I agree with you that it, it's a double standard there. Um, but I can't, you can't help but look at the vision personally, Tom, and have a chuckle. But as you say, Tom, what I find fascinating about this is yeah. Fraser running, as you said, giving him a, a slap or He's two slapping afterwards. slapping him afterwards. It's, you, a, it's a grown man slapping a 17-year-old boy. You've got to imagine, very strange. let's say Scott Morrison or Malcolm Turnbull is egged on the back of the head. Can you imagine either of those two men going, you little shit, and going for a smack? It's insane. It's incredible. Well, can I answer the, maybe the question as to why that would happen? Mm. Do you realize that Fraser Anning got 17 votes in the election? I don't know what that means. As in seventeen people from people, people the public, not like in a the election. Weird, yeah, in the election, Tom, yes. seventeen people in, of, of the public voted yes. for him. So he got in because of a, 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 a cock up with Malcolm Roberts, someone else from One Nation. Hang on, I'm still confused. Is that shocking? As in only seventeen uh, only people 17. in the whole of Australia voted for him? So no, how the hell is he in? Normally, for the government to get in, you need half the population, right? He got seventeen. Because that's what I'm saying, Tom. It was a bit of a someone got booted out, so he was the last man standing. He filled the spot. Well, now there's been a petition out uh, that has had a million people sign it saying, mm. get rid of him. Now, of course, you can't really just get rid of a politician. There's no law that says you can just no. get rid of a politician. No. So, uh, yeah. The, so he's holding strong. He's holding strong. But it was the fastest and biggest petition in Australian online history. Yeah, it's pretty uh, amazing. I wonder if that could kind of work. Um, Michaela on one triple three five three. you're a bit of a fan of Eggboy. Uh, yeah, Um I'm absolutely a supporter of what he's done. Mm. Um, and I under, I understand some of the backlash against it. Mm. Um, there's a lot of people worried about, you know, what precedent does it set for? Yeah. But we have a history of political eggings going back like a hundred years. It's an institution, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is that a history? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, like over a hundred years ago, prime ministers were getting egged in protest mm. as a form of non-violent protest yeah. because the point isn't to maim or hurt it's to embarrass i think there is a hypocrisy uh, as tim was saying before where you know we can't be angry at one violent act and then go but egg how funny is egg boy because he hit fraser who's an idiot it doesn't fix anything it doesn't fix anything the Tom. Egg boy doesn't fix anything i mean he's he by the way he's since got half a million followers on instagram Oh, that's brilliant. Half a million followers, oh. Tom. All these photos are now getting 30,000 likes. Let's just let's just egg someone. Well, no, let's exactly not egg someone. Right. See, it doesn't feel right. No, um, yeah, I'm not saying egg someone. Yeah. But uh, look, he, at least on his account, what he does yeah. say is pray for New Zealand. And, uh, and that's a nice sentiment. Yeah, absolutely. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Greta Van Fleet, Highway Tune with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We're those boys that have questions. Taking you right through to 10 o'clock. Here's what I want. Uh, look, if, if you could, give me a call on 13353 if you've just got a spare minute. I just want people on the phone, Ollie, who have ever been winked at or who like to wink. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, look, I know it's a weird ask and you're probably like, oh, I can't be bothered calling the radio. But don't wink at me. <laughs> Don't wink at me. I like winking. Well, I like, well, I'll let oh, you know oh, what oh, I think I'm Careful, meant. keep your cards close. But one triple three five three, please. If you've got a spare little bit of time, Winkers. and you've been winked at, or, or you're a winker, or you're a big winker. Oi, winker. 
then give us a call. one triple three five three. You're a winker, aren't you? I absolutely winker. might be a winker. I'll tell you up next. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, what's happening after 8.30, Ollie? Can you just... What's a reason to stick around after eight? TV Tommy, mate. Everyone's favourite. TV Tommy, uh, you'll catch us up on what's happening on the TV. Just says Ollie Chocolate. On... Uh, Ollie, uh, sometimes I like to speak the truth. Tom Bainbridge. Truth Bomber. That's right. You I drop truth proves. bombs and you read TV Facebook comments. Oh. That is the sum of what you do. And what do you do? Everything else. <laughs> Literally everything else. You don't in press the show. buttons. News. You don't press buttons. Current affairs. Music. Ollie, I uh, I've revealed some truths in the past. For example, Greek yogurt don't is the us. best yogurt of all time because yeah. it's very versatile. Yeah. Stand up paddleboarding is the best sport of all time. Still believe that? Hundred percent. Wow. Uh, convertible cars are stupid because you get dirty from all the road soot. Hard to so argue with that lots one. Lots of truths. Yeah, hard to argue with that lots one. Lots of truths. Here's a truth for you tonight. And I've asked on 13353, please, still time to call. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you're if you a big winker or if you've ever been winked at, if you like a wink, give us a call. 13353. <laughs> this is getting desperate. We've already not, got, you've got one caller. That's enough. That's all you need. It's not desperate. It's not desperate. Okay. Truth tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't hurry me. Press the sound. I will do it when I want and I do need to look it up. Okay, here we go. Winking at someone isn't creepy. Winking isn't creepy. There's such an over-the-top sound effect for a nothing statement. It's not nothing, it's truth. One triple three five three. Agree or disagree? You'll obviously agree because it's a truth. I hate to say it, Tom. What? But I entirely agree. Truth bomb. I love it. Not a truth bomb. Yeah, it's a truth bomb. Wink. I love winking. I love a wink. But I never. Ollie. I don't do it enough because you forget. To, I forget to do it. I do it a lot. And here's the thing. I see you a lot. I've never seen you wink. Because of my sexuality, I feel I can get away with it a lot more than straight oh, dudes. Oh, here we go. The gay card. <laughs> Pull it out of your pocket like buddy James Bond. Are you saying that James Bond is gay? No, I'm just truth saying you're bomb. very. Very quick at pulling the gay card out. I feel like I can wink at people, uh, and they go, "Yeah, that's cute. Like that's fun." And they but know. I feel like if you, but wink they know at, you're gay, do they? They, or do they oh, know. They know. <laughs> True they know. Angelo. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling me by my preferred uh, nickname, sir. Uh, what that? Uh, what uh, What do you think about winking? It's definitely not creepy, is it? No, it's not creepy. I'll wink automatically because the sunlight catches me eye and I'll wink and, wink and people wink back at me. Truth bump. Wow, okay. <laughs> so, Angela, you're a winker? Yes, I'm a winker. You're a winker? A big winker? winker. Yeah. P- public, P- public winker? Public winker. Yeah. You're winking in public. <laughs> Always do that, sir. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, the only show you can smell through your radio. I don't use soap. Triple M. Tom, after sitting on the couch with my girlfriend Sarah last night, uh, watching some TV uh, and eating some chocolate, I would like to, if you'll allow me, conduct Mm. a chocolate-eating habits study, if you would like, if you you would allow. Yeah, yeah. Because I think people are very particular about the way they eat chocolate, Mm. right? So on 13353, if you eat chocolate, particularly from the block, if you're a a person who loves to get around the chocolate, but you eat it uh, from a block, I'm talking squares, Mm. then uh, I need to hear from you. I need to conduct a bit of a, a sample taste here. So one triple three five samples chocolate samples. No, sorry, sample study size. Oh, okay. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, no actual snacks. You have to hold off till you get home. 
One triple three five three. Uh, if you do eat chocolate from the block, jump on the phone. I need you. I need you. Chocolate samples. <laughs> Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Chocolate. Van Halen on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We also play Rock's Greatest Hits. And Naughty After Nine continues after nine o'clock. Right now, Tom, we're conducting a uh, pop-up chocolate eating habit uh, study. It sounds... Um I guess wordy, but uh, I asked because uh, I'm on triple three five three. By the way, I'm on triple three five three. If you love uh, to eat chocolate from the block, I want to hear from you. Join the study because I reckon there are people who are very particular. And Tom, this might be you. This might be the kind of person you are. Yeah. But last night, uh, watching TV with my partner, yeah. and uh, we had some chocolate. I, I'd gone and bought some crunchy Cadbury. Oh, very nice. Very good nice. one. Nice. Um, but I'm the kind of guy who will just eat and eat until I've had enough, and that might be up until I don't know eight. Eight squares. Eight some, squares. Sometimes. Eight, eight squares. Sometimes Sarah goes to me, can I have one square? Yes. And a half an hour later, yes. can I have another square? Oh. Two squares. And she says, that's me. I, I, all I'll do is two squares. That's unbelievable. So I reckon there's two kinds of people. There's people who are like, well, eat till you're full, which is what I would be doing. Yeah. But some people, I think, are pretty sticklery when no, it comes you, you to the number. To, you have to limit your chocolate. Do you limit? You, do you have a rule on yourself? Or? Mate, you can't have too much chocolate. Chocolate. Uh. Chocolate. Okay. Uh. Yeah. What is this? No. What, what is who, that's that? That was ACDC. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was ACDC. That's a, I, Mate, you have of. to limit your chocolate. You well, can't just go willy-nilly on your chocolate. What's, do you have a number? Just probably 8 to 16. Chocolate. Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Richard. Uh. Are you the kind of person, uh, and am I right in saying some people have a specific limit? Richard. Richard. Hey. Richard. Oh, hey, mate. How you going? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, uh, I don't know, three or four rows. Three or four rows. Okay, so you're allowing yourself that's nine to 12 blocks, squares? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you just snap it off with it. And it just happens to be two rows, and then you go another two rows, and yeah, great, good, Richard. No, perfect. Um, he's like he's like me. He's like most people, maybe. Um, Alex, someone triple to get boring. <laughs> this is starting to really get well, boring. If you could hurry it up with the people on the phone, that'd so, be great. Oh uh, yeah. Good evening, Alex. Hi. Hey, what, what are your chocolate eating habits? Oh no. Um, yeah, usually a bit uh, once a month around that kind of time, oh. but it's the whole block. Okay, once a month, and you go the whole block, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as uh, ACDC plays their B-side chocolate in the background, um, what, what does that help? Do you find that helps having the whole block? Yeah, definitely. It's like a Pringles. Like you can't really stop once you open yeah. the whole thing. Once you pop. I was going crunchy yesterday. What, what do you go for? I go for the Marvelous Creations, the popping candy and jelly one. Oh, Brilliant. Treat yourself, girlfriend. Never say girlfriend uh, on Triple M. Triple M, yeah. <laughs> to, to someone I wonder who's not... why we're leaving. Ka- Katie... <laughs> On one triple three five three, lucky last. Yeah. Uh, in oh, the this stu- is the last one in the chocolate eating habits study. Oh, Katie, cool. are you strict about how much chocolate you have? <clears throat> I'm not strict. You're not strict. What, do you have a rule though? What's your rule? Well, I kind of put my chocolate in the freezer. Oh, okay. So I like it to get cold, and then I kind of just break it up a little bit, and then reach in and see how big of a piece I got. <laughs> oh, it's a lucky dip, is it? Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Is it? So I like that. Good on you, Katie. Chocolate. Uh. Right. No more studies on the show? Ever. <laughs> it's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Ever we, again. We have questions. Will Ollie return after this? We'll find out. Lump, the President of the United States of America on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. After nine o'clock, we're going to get naughty as well. Yes. So make sure those young ears stay far, far away in about 10 minutes' time.
Uh, Ollie, uh, sometimes um, you don't get to see what's on TV because right. you're doing stuff at night, you know? And if you listen to the radio, you're probably not watching the telly. So there's one guy that keeps you up to date with what's going on on the box. Good evening and welcome to television. Missed what was on the box. Touchdown! What's going on, Noel? Catch up with TV Tommy. Here's what I do. I go to the Facebook pages of popular TV shows and just read out the comments that oh, people have left. It's brilliant stuff, Tom. It's some of your best work, which is quite funny. Thank but you. Uh, uh, always as well, my favourite part of this, Tom, you know, you read the comments, but always new voices, which I always love. Always new voices. All new voices. All new voices. What are we discussing today? Is it still Married at First Sight? It is Married at First Sight, Ollie. The, the show is wrapping up soon. Yeah. Which some people love or hate, depending on if you love or hate it. Love it or hate it. Um, which means that there's a brand new season to cast, Ollie. So Married at First Sight Australia have pinned a post to the top of their Facebook page that says, love could be just a few clicks away. Apply now for Married at First Sight. Oh, God. Who watches Married at First Sight and goes, get me on that show? Would you like to find out? Yes. Because 26,000 people have commented on this post. Oh, God. I've just uh, trolled through a couple. You would, you for troll. Ex- for example, oh, don't call me a troll, mate. Yvonne Wolf. You want to know what she said? Yes. She said, would be nice if they could do a legit season with genuine people, not actors or people trying to promote their own agenda. <laughs> wow, Yvonne. One y- point... Yvonne crazy. <laughs> 1.2 thousand people reacted to that one. Oh, God. I know. Catherine Thwaite. These are all real people who have commented on the Facebook <laughs> this, page. This could be someone's mum or someone's daughter. Uh, if you do know Catherine Thwaite, you're on the radio, mate, because you commented on her Facebook page. All right, here we go. Terms and conditions, she says. All right. Terms and conditions. To condition number one, might be hated by the public afterwards. That's true. Condition number two, we'll be matched up with someone you don't like, <laughs> but we'll be asked to make a move on another husband slash wife. Oh, the councillors wouldn't do that, would they? Oh. They'd match them up pretty well normally. Um, speaking of counsellors, Beck Ann said, Are they paying for the therapy afterwards? Oh, scathing. Simple as that. Short and sweet, was it? Um, yes. It's short and sweet from Sandy Smith Parker as well. Actually, I'll go Julie Love first. We'll end on Sandy Smith Parker. I like her comment. Talk us through it. Julie Love has commented, I only thought actors could apply low crying face. <laughs> Almost inaudible, but I understood that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there was that whole thing that people thought that they were actors because they've been seen on other TV shows. They were actors, yeah. He's in a Macca's ad. But Sandy Smith Parker, Ollie, she brings it home. She brings it home. I feel like she's capturing the nation SSP, with her, what's with, she got? With, her uh, with her comment. She just says, I will stay single. Thanks. Oh, All up to date. Thanks to TV Tommy. Classic Sandy. What well on, Tom? Classic Sandy. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. Say, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's naughty after nine. Our chat with British comedian Russell Howard coming up in half an hour's time. Uh, there's been some big news, though, Ollie, for this show, yep. hasn't there? Yeah, there has. Uh, sad to say, Tom, that is our last Happy week. Happy for others, though. Someone will win. Our loss is someone else's gain. Yeah. Um, the haters uh, will, will gain mm-hmm. when, we, when we leave. Uh, Wednesday's our last show. Last show. Um, saying goodbye. It's a bit of a, you know, James Blunt, goodbye, my lover. And that's the song that comes to mind for me. Mm. 
Um, Triple M is my lover. Has been my lover for two years. Um, but, hey, uh, we're not off your radio, though, are we? No, we uh, we will be on a different station. Uh, I can't name them legally. Uh, but uh, check it out at Facebook or Instagram. Tom and Ollie, bit yeah. of a post there. And yeah. you can leave your message of support and love <laughs> um, and appreciation, as so many others have done. And you'd like to know that uh, Triple M's music library does not have Goodbye My Lover. That's good to know. In it. That's yeah. reassuring. No you you, you want that. Yeah. Tom, um, up next, an amazing story from The Office. Oh, yeah. uh, it came from a guy called Hamish. Uh, he's going to share that story, and I believe it's surrounding the idea of discovering that your parents are a bit sexual, mm, which is never fun. It's a good one, Ollie. You'll love it. I, I think you'll Have you really heard this story? Like, yeah, it's a cracker. I have been keeping my eyes and ears closed. I know. It's a fun one. Stick around. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. His dad did what? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's super exciting when we get to press play on this. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Oh. It's annoying when you find out your parents' sexual side, isn't it, Ollie? It's awkward. Well, it is, Tom, and uh, we've had that same experience with me and my mother. Oh, yeah. Is the butt plug yours or is it your husband at the time? I know. It was mine. I bought it yeah. um, for, well, personal reasons. Oh, uh, pretty embarrassing. Not Whoa. fun. Not fun. Well, I've got Hamish in here, Ollie, from the office, from the Triple M office. Good evening, Hamish. Good evening, guys. Thank, How are you? Thank you for staying around for this one, mate. Good. You recently discovered your parents' sexual The side. office was a buzz with this story, yeah. wasn't it, Hamish? It sure was. I haven't heard of it. It wasn't, it wasn't my parents' sexual side. It was more my dad's sexual side. Oh. I don't want to think about my parents having sex or being <laughs> sexual at all. Sure. But there was something that was revealed in a group chat of you, of your families. Is that right? Correct. So we have like a family Facebook thread where we update each other on, you know, what's been happening. Just close family or how, how far out? It's just direct. It's just our close family. So yeah, okay. my parents and my brother and my sister and myself. Great. Cool. So we're all in different states. So Facebook is obviously just a nice way oh, to nice. keep abreast. <laughs> cool. Good. Uh, keep abreast. I always say abreast. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep updated on yeah. our happenings. So, um... Yes, my dad uh, last week sent uh, <laughs> forwarded a, a video <laughs> to our family Facebook thread. Brilliant. Um, it happened. It came through at about twelve o'clock in the afternoon, okay. and I did see it pop up on my <laughs> my screen at work, and it was just a, a thumbnail of a girl. So I didn't look at it, didn't pay any attention to it, and then I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I I got home in the evening, and I had all these messages from my brother and my sister. I'll kind of bring it up. My <laughs> sister says, uh, "What the actual." F- <laughs> My brother says cooked. <laughs> so I, I clicked on it and the video is hardcore porn. Oh. Hardcore. Oh, and no. he wasn't hacked like one of those Facebook pages <laughs> where it's like spam coming out. He posted this. <laughs> he he posted it. Um it is you can play it through Facebook. So he wouldn't know how to how to copy a URL or anything like that. No. So he forwarded it on oh. to our thread. Any caption or just the video? No, just the video. <laughs> There's absolutely no context of this one. Now, so, just to be clear, um, hardcore straight porn, hetero? Yeah, no. That would be a real that bomb. Be, I know. <laughs> that, would, that would be when I deleted myself from that thread. <laughs> and the family. Yeah, exactly. So what, what happened post this? What was, what was your reaction? What so, was his reaction? So uh, my reaction, I just um, Googled a picture of an old man throwing his phone into the bin <laughs> <laughs> and said, actual footage of Rod right now. <laughs> But then, even worse, my dad comes back and says, Apologies, Sir Andy and Haynes, for inadvertently sending that porn video through. 
big mistake. Inadvertently sending Inadvertently. That, that porn video. Yeah, I know. Like, actually, I said not even going to fall back on a phone hack story, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then, so, but then my sister actually sends a, an eggplant emoji and says, <laughs> big mistake. Oh, yeah, good, brilliant. Because so it was, uh, yeah. Is the backstory that he was just wanting to send a porno to your mum? <laughs> or to you? Or, or what was I the backstory? I have no idea who he meant to send it through to. <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably one of, like... Mum. Well, he apologised no, to, you, to your siblings and not to your mum. Yeah, well, he didn't say anything about mum. So, so I think it was meant for her. like, hey, Robbie, oh. we want to do this It later. should have been apologies to the siblings, uh, but to the wife, you're welcome. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, exactly. this. I'll see you tonight. Some inspiration. <laughs> well, it's one oh, of those God. moments where you definitely don't want to discover your parents' sexual side, but you do. So 13353, it's always fun when we do this. How did you discover your parents' sexual side? Maybe it was through something that you found, like a magazine mm. or a video of some sort or maybe yeah. it was uh, parents using technology can it's always ba- be it's, fun it's bad Hamish still oh. not as bad as my mum re-gifting me her butt plug but, um, <laughs> oh, God. that's oh, another God. story uh, One triple three five three. how did you discover your parents sexual side or maybe you were the parent as well we'll take parents revealing it to their kids as well One triple three five three. with Triple M's Tom and Ollie we have questions it's Elton John's Rocket Man Triple M's Tom and Ollie we have questions can't wait for that film to come out by the way Rocket Man You've heard that? There's a biopic of is there? Elton John coming out. And, yeah. his, and his world tour uh, in January next year. Oh, so much. Elton's the next uh, queen. Mate, there's so much happening for Elton these days. So much. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. That awkward moment when you discover your parents' sexual side. A uh, guy here at work, Hamish, his dad sent uh, accidentally sent a porn video to the family Facebook group. In his words, hardcore porn, and he, sh- he showed us a little bit. I can agree. Oh, don't. No, don't need it. Well, it was full on, and okay. it was heterosexual porn, which is a relief, I think, if it's your dad. You do want to, you want him to be Why? straight. Or he's your, he's your dad. <laughs> Mate, there's the same-sex parents out there these days. Nothing wrong with being a gay dad. It's true. Thank you. Unless you were straight your whole life and then... All right, we want to know when you discovered your parents' sexual side on 13353. G'day, Jay. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's not good, is it, when you find out that your parents are sexual? It's weirder when you find out later in life what it actually was. Oh, Oh, later in life. So what happened? Yeah, so I was like six, and I found a suitcase of like books randomly in my dad's bag, and it had like naked women on the book. So I take the suitcase to my dad. (laughs) I'm like, what's these? And instead of giving me an explanation, just throws them in the bin. Oh, he just chucks him in the bin. Oh, yeah. He's and, just like, "What is this?" And then, and, so, and then later in life, well, what you just realised, did you? And probably it's just like, yeah, this is probably like some Fifty Shades of Grey style stuff. Yeah. yeah, right. And then you, of course, pick them out of the bin, and then it's, <laughs> yes, uh, found a new home for I them. Totally do that for sure. What kind of dad just put him in the bin? Like, it's not that's not really resolving anything. <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Jay didn't go and pick them out. The dad then went and picked them out later, didn't he? The oh dad, yeah. The dad's ben. put them in the bin. <laughs> Son, don't worry bin. about. It. Don't worry about those. Ignore those. Let's close the bin gently. <laughs> put the lid down. Caroline, your dad posted something on Facebook. Yes, he did. Oh, okay. very similar to our story before, Caroline. What happened? Um, he, um, was new to Facebook and he decided to look up, um, the seven best sexual toys available in Malta and accidentally posted that. Oh, no. Who told him? Um, well, my sister saw it on there and I was visiting him at the time and I had a look at his Facebook page and I had to explain to him that he can't be doing that. Oh, no. (laughs) so awkward. How old was he, Caroline? 
He's 84. 84. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. 84-year-old looking up the best toys. That's incredible. <laughs> Bob on one triple three five three. There was a bit of a slippery, slippery situation when you're eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one for the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah they um. Very good time. Get the story out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My parents used to put Vaseline on the door handle. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, we heard the noises and that. And my younger brother, he was four years younger than me. I was about eight at the time. Yeah. Anyway, we decided to get a tea town. We wiped the handle. Oh, no. Oh. And we, we've opened the door and you know, we've kept them in the throes of their passionate evening. Yeah. Oh. And uh, needless to say, the embarrassment on both sides oh. was... Bob, it was but a, the funniest, the funniest thing was, mate. We had a party about a week later, and my young, my young four-year-old uh, young brother says at the party, "Mum and Dad were wrestling like the dogs do." Oh. <laughs> the Vaseline on the door handle is a great security technique. Bit of a, a slippery situation, indeed, Bob. In, in yeah, that's what they used to do. We couldn't open yeah, the door. Yeah. Hoping you just laugh for another five yeah. seconds. <laughs> Trav on one triple three five three. You were ten years old at the time when you found out your uh, parents' sexual side. Yeah, uh, how are you, boys? First Ooh, of all, nice. your first uh, your first caller sounded like McLovin from Superbad. <laughs> <laughs> Young Good Jay, yeah, yeah. So you can roll with that, Jay. Um, so ten years old in bed yeah. and um, could hear, "Come on, Buck! Come on, Buck!" And the other one, "Come on, Bucky! Come on, Bucky!" I'm thinking, "What the hell's going on here?" Oh, so my God. I, I walk in the lounge room and there we are. Learned the birds and the bees right then and there, yeah. and. Um, so I didn't say anything, so I just went back to my room, man. Um, and I heard this a couple of times. And so Christmas coming up, I thought I'd do the right thing, thinking these two had nice names for each other. Like, you know, you've know, you got pet names for each other. So I've gone and got a couple of hats, one each saying Buck and the other saying Bucky. Which apparently these names were just for the bedroom only. And to see both their faces as they've opened up the present with Buck and Bucky on these hats. Um, yeah, best Christmas ever, I reckon. Why were they called Buck and Bucky? I have no idea, but yeah, I I can't play that buckshot game ever. I just can't do it. <laughs> Big buck hunter I indeed. I can't do it. I walk away. I'm, I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> Big so, buck yeah. hunter. That's funny. I'm going to give you a double to fighting with my family. Get ready to meet the family fights a little differently in cinemas <laughs> Thursday, Trav, so you can go along to the movies, mate. Well done. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie tackling the big questions. Have you ever smelt a fish that's freshly come out of the water? Yeah, it smells like fish. <laughs> Triple M. Hey, have you ever heard of Russell Howard? He's got a Netflix special. He's also a, a UK TV presenter. He's been a radio presenter. He's a massive comedian, a massive deal. We were lucky enough to speak with this man himself last week. And up next, if you missed it, it's a hilarious chat with Russell Howard. A classically charming Brit, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's so lovely. Yeah, very endearing. Russell Howard up next with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Flame Trees, Cold Chisel on Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's not often we get to interview big deals, is it, Ollie? Like big, big deal big, people. Big deals. Well, not often we get international stars, Tom. Yeah, this guy, he is a British TV presenter. He's been on radio. He's got his own Netflix special. He's stand-up comedian, and he's a huge deal. Russell Howard. Like, have you seen the latest social media trend? Ribcage bragging. Where supermodels lean back and they brag about their ribs. No man has ever looked at a lady and gone, look at the ribs on that! Because we look like your women, not percussion instruments! <laughs> We're not gonna get in there going, oh yeah, oh yeah! Now, that is true. Tom, you're a gay man, you wouldn't know that, but I've never looked at the girls' ribs. Um, all the way from Bristol, here he is, Russell. Thank you very much. 
How, How are, are we? we? We need a sound effect. Of sound oh, there you go. Oh, that's all right. Up. I mean, that is a that is a smattering of applause. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was an applause, that would be like you've just got two runs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You yeah. Just, yeah you, you've done all right. You've done your bit. But that's just two, man. Oh, here we go. I'll give you a fan. Are you? That's that's more of like a. Yeah, fifty half century. Yeah, but st- still not really, not really going mad for it. No. Really. it was still like, yeah, some good shots. What, but a, what amount of runs is a good amount of runs to be proud of in cricket? Do you think? I don't really know a lot about cricket because okay. I'm English. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I had ingratiated myself with the crowd. Yeah. But I ne- yeah, it's just not a. What's fascinating is cr- cr- um, cricket in Australia is a working man sport. Yeah. Whereas cricket in the UK is a posh boy sport. Is it? So oh. to say that you like cricket would just oh, mean like, it's a bit punsy. Would, would say who who wants to fight me? <laughs> Literally, okay. come hit me now. Straight oh. away. Cricket and rugby so you, you, are the posh boy sports. Oh, Peterson wow. and Flintoff, they're not like down and dirty what? men. They're but there's the interesting thing. But Flintoff, for example, but Flintoff, because he's northern, uh, cricket up north is a working man's sport. But down south, where I'm from, it's oh, very right. much kind of like, okay. it, it's only private schools and stuff right. like that. Right. Eh. Well, wow. you're here to do, uh, we've just been reading you the press release. You're, yeah. you're, you're supporting and promoting your tour, which is happening in July 2020. Yes. Pretty far away. Yeah, well, basically, it's the only time I could fit it in. And <laughs> I, I'm doing it right at the end of, so it'll be the far, final bit of the tour. Right. Whereas a lot of um, international comics tend to kind of come here and just sort of work it out and wing it. Yeah, and but make I, it happen. I was quite like leaving the best of a lot. Not, not to, that sounds very kind of wanky, but yeah, I, lo- I love doing gigs here. It's such a laugh, man. Oh, good. It's really brilliant. Well, we you've made, been, you've been made fun of Elton John, didn't we, Tom, yeah, for being yeah. too organised because he announced his uh, tour, which is j- j- January, January 2020. So oh, really? you're more planned than Elton than John. Elton, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Do you know Elton being a UK man? I or? do know. <laughs> I um I got um I got invited to a uh, celeb wedding. Oh, and, um, no way. Yeah, and I turned it down because I just didn't know anyone there, and it would just been weird. I'd never met the guy who invited me to his celeb wedding. Oh, so it just felt peculiar. Hang but on, so El- Elton John was there. So who was the celeb? I can't say. Oh. Oh, I feel I feel bad, but um I've been to I've met. A friend of mine has loads of parties, and I've met lots of kind of like I met um, Sir Stephen Hawking was at one of the parties. No way. The Killers were there. Oh. Harry Styles, and he has these regular oh. parties. So what I do, I have to take my mates from school <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise there's no one normal yeah. there that I can kind of go. Oh, yeah, the Killers are over there. <laughs> but my friend has now stopped my friends from school coming because they're always the last to leave. And they're not. And they're not famous enough, maybe. They're not famous. But <laughs> but what I love, I leave. I love my particularly my friend Sam. That I'll invite Sam along, yeah. and just seeing him, he was chatting with Robbie Williams's singing partner, and it takes them about fifteen minutes before you could see them go, "This this guy shouldn't be here," <laughs> <laughs> like that. And it's just it's the best thing that you just you drift away and you just yeah. let them figure it out. Yeah. That's how Tom and I feel in all the uh, radio circles. Yeah. Do, we, do we belong here yeah. or, or the night shows? But that's we, always the best, that. though. Eh? Like when yeah. you go to those kind of celeb, or you find yourself in that world, you have to be with normal people. Mm. Which is kind of like my friend Sam is just a lunatic. I love him. So because I'm famous in the UK, he we've been mates since forever. Mm. So what he does, he'll go up to people and just lie. <laughs> and it's only like later that I'll figure out. So he's like, yeah, I'm his shaman. <laughs> like, like that. And uh, he, uh, yeah, we can't take him to Nando's because it blocks his energy. <laughs> like that. Just, stuff like that. Really? But, yeah. Yeah. It's just complete wild stuff. And, and, then, yeah, and you can't cool. call someone out for that. We're no. speaking of Russell Howard. By the way, do, do you find that coming to Australia, you, you do get a bit of respite from the kind of fame? Oh, stuff? nice link. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I sort of like, I'm f- slightly well known here, so yeah. I love it. So you can just wander around and just. 
hang out with pals and yep. yeah, just be normal. It's great. Well, for those that love Russell Howard, you can catch him on his tour in 2020. Mm. Tickets at livenation.com.au. Thank you so much, Russell. See ya. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. The Goo Goo Dolls slide on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Where are those boys that have questions? Our last show is on Wednesday. Sad to uh, to say goodbye, uh, but yeah. it is no, time to say goodbye. No, don't play that yet, Tom. It's All too right. early. And by the way, yeah, you, you spent too much of the, of the start of the show talking about the fact that it was our last week this mm. week. You spent like By the way, minutes. we're not d- disappearing from your radio. You can check out on Facebook to see where we are going and you can still listen to us. Sorry, Al. Yeah, I'm just saying you spent a lot of time at the start of the show talking about the fact that it was our last week. I didn't get a chance to. so sad. I didn't get a chance to say uh, my weekend, uh, or tell you how it was and what happened, right? So I wanted to say, (laughs) I wanted to say to you, I got the motorbike out, right? Which everyone was really keen on. You mean the glorified hairdryer? (laughs) Yeah, okay. You can call it what you like. Yeah, Yeah. it's not a really powerful motorbike, but it's strong enough for me. Do they make that in men's? (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of comments, Tom. But no, look, I got out on the bike, uh, had a great time. You know, felt really cool. Sick of this noise yet? No. Throaty. Strong throaty noise. What? Getting a lot of looks. Are you? But I, I, looks that? because it's not a BMW? It's and an it's SWM cheap. and, and it's it looks a, like BMW. It's cheap. It is cheap. But I've got one uh, complaint yeah. or, or sadness. Is it from Aldi? It's not from Aldi. Okay, come on. Can I just say this one thing? Okay, sorry. I have, you know, I've told you about the code, the biker's code that we have on the road. Yes, you nod. There's a nod. You give a, a nod to the bike. I've started doing the biker's code in the car. No, you haven't. Well, yeah. they, you won't get a nod back. <laughs> so that doesn't, it's not a code. It's a biker to biker code, Tom. Rude. But here's my problem. I've been throwing a lot of nods out recently. Oh, no. I haven't been getting a lot of nods back. It's because you're on a shitty motorbike. But don't say that. <laughs> All I'm saying is... They're not impressed. It's a, we're, we're not a bro- fooling anyone. We're a brotherhood, bikers. Come on, give the nod back. If you get yeah. a nod, give a nod. Okay. Do you want to try one now? It's like I'll your theory. Give, you... give a nod to get a nod, but yours is give a job to get a... <laughs> Content warning. Yeah. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At Tom and Ollie. Yeah.